This insert is brought to you by Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za. Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. I don't have to tell you who, what that is, do I? Yes. The four Gospels of Christ, the four biographies of Christ, written by four different men. Okay? Now, each Gospel has a different emphasis, and I'm sure that it's been explained to you that each one had a purpose in writing this Gospel of Christ. Would it surprise you to know that those Gospels do not bear the name of the author? If you look at the letters of Paul, he will write. He will say, I, Paul, and I send greetings here, and Timothy is with me, and Luke is with me, and Epaphroditus is with me. He'll explain, this is me. This is who's writing the letter, okay? The Gospels have no such greeting. Not even Luke, who was very particular in writing his gospel and the follow book called the Book of Acts of the Apostles. He says there, he addresses a man called Theophilus, most excellent Theophilus. I have investigated these things, and this is my report. But he never mentions his name. He said, never says, I, Luke, am writing to you, Theophilus. I'm not, he didn't, and John himself didn't even say, I'm an apostle of Christ. My brother's name was James. I'm a fisherman. Doesn't say a thing. So how did the Gospels get their name? Well, the first churches, the early church, the first century churches, after the Gospels were written and copied and copied and recopied, after they were written, the churches knew who was writing those Gospels. So their names appeared right at the top. Matthew wrote. Mark wrote, Luke wrote, John wrote. And those names continued always, and that's what we have today. Although the gospel itself never says who wrote it, the first churches knew who wrote it. Okay, so now out of the four gospels, let me ask you this. How many of those four writers, how many were part of the 12 disciples of Christ? How many? Was Luke? No, Luke wasn't even Jewish. Luke was a doctor, probably a Syrian from Asclepian, where he studied a thing. Luke was a Gentile. Uh, John? Yes. John was one of the twelve. He was the disciple whom Jesus loved. That, you can read that in his gospel. He never mentions his name, but he says the disciple who Jesus loved. How about Mark? Mark was one of the twelve? Uh, no. Mark was called John Mark. His mother was Mary, who had a house in Jerusalem. He knew the disciples. In fact, uh, later on, um, there's a church writer called Papias, and he said that John Mark was the scribe or the secretary for the apostle Peter. So when you read the Gospel of Mark, you will see a lot of things about Peter not appearing in any of the other, in any of the other books. And the last one, Matthew. Was Matthew part of the Twelve? Yes, he was. He had another name called Levi. Okay, Matthew called Levi. So these four men wrote the Gospels. Now, the critics who like to take the Gospels apart, they look for any small item that would say, that's not right, that's not true, look at how they write, the whole thing must be false, everything must be false, look at the way they talk. And they did this about Luke. Luke has a lot of things in there that they say that never existed, but over time and through biblical archaeology, they proved to be correct. So rather than look at what that makes them different, 
I wanted to look at what they share in common. What do these four men write about Jesus that was true in all, that stated in all four Gospels? And here's something that I want you to consider. These are the facts that are in all four Gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Jesus was a Jewish man. Jesus ministered during the governorship of Pontius Pilate in the Roman province of Judea. Jesus was a relative of John the Baptist, and his ministry superseded John's. John the Baptist was involved and present when the Holy Spirit descended on Jesus after his baptism. The ministry of Jesus was in Galilee at first, then Judea. Christ's ministry ended in Jerusalem. Jesus recruited his disciples around him instead of the normal method where the students would flock to the teacher. John the Baptist, his followers flocked to him. He didn't choose anyone. Two sets of brothers were among his first disciples, Simon and Andrew, James and John, all fishermen. His disciples called him rabbi or teacher. Jesus also taught women who were all included among the larger group of followers, also against the custom of the time. Women didn't do this, okay? He taught them just like he taught everybody else. Jesus taught in synagogues. Jesus was popular with the masses of the people. There were times when Jesus preferred to be alone and pray. Jesus proclaimed the kingdom of God and the kingdom of heaven. Jesus called people to believe in God the Father and trust in his saving grace. Christ's ministry conflicted with the supernatural evil powers, with Satan and his demons. Jesus used the title Son of Man in reference to himself in order to identify his humanity and explain his mission among the people. The title, Son of Man, was unprecedented in Judaism, and even his followers were unsure of its meaning. This is, a strange, this is a strange title to give himself, Son of Man. He was also called Son of God. Part of his mission as the Son of Man would lead to his death. Jesus understood he was the Messiah, the Christ, and in his early ministry, was circumspect about it. He warned people after he healed some of them early in his ministry not to say anything, just to keep quiet, okay? Jesus did many miracles, including healing the sick and also miracles in nature itself. One of the miracles of nature was the multiplication of food to feed thousands when they were hungry. In fact, if you read the Gospels, the only miracle that appears in all four Gospels is the feeding of the 5,000. There's a reason for that, but that's the only one that appears in all four Gospels. And each of the Gospel writers have a different point of view of how this miracle took place and what happened there. Christ's miracles were understood as signs of God's power that pointed to the truth beyond the miracle itself. The miracles were only there to introduce people to the power of God and his grace and mercy. Jesus was often misunderstood by almost everyone, including his own followers. Jesus raised from the dead. 
Jewish opponents of Jesus accused him of being empowered by evil, by Satan. His detractors, particularly the Jewish temple-centered leaders, continually hounded him, seeking ways to destroy his authority. Jesus spoke and acted in ways to undermine the temple in Jerusalem. He even drove the money changers out after making a whip. <laughs> Jesus spoke with authority that revealed he had a unique relationship with God the Father. Jesus referred to God as his Father, claiming a powerful intimacy with God himself. Under the authority of Pontius Pilate, at the time of the Jewish Passover in Jerusalem, and with full cooperation of the religious leaders, Jesus was crucified on a hill called Golgotha. Most of his followers either abandoned him or denied him when, after he was crucified. Jesus raised from the dead on the first day of the week. Women were the first witnesses on the day of resurrection of Christ, itself an unusual event because the testimony of women were not highly regarded or valid in the first century Jewish culture. Isn't that strange? God has a way of working. You'll find all of these facts, all of these facts in all four Gospels. This is what they have in common with each other. This is what ties them together. So instead of looking at the little bits and pieces that say that's not right or this didn't agree with that or Mark says this and Luke says that, we have to understand that the Gospels were written with one theme in mind, the focus on Jesus Christ, the Son of God. To me, that's a powerful statement that these men understood who Jesus was and understood who his mission is. So that even today, when we read the Gospels, we can see the Christ fully and what his mission was to come to earth. In Luke chapter 19 and verse 10, Jesus is talking in the house of Zacchaeus, a tax collector, a sinner. And he says, for the Son of Man came to seek and to save the lost. That's the, that's the theme of all four Gospels. Take some time and read the Gospels today. See who Jesus really is and what he means in your life. My name is Steve. Thank you so much for listening. This insert was brought to you by Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za.